Welcome to the Professional Millennial Podcast, where we talk about life from the perspective of young adults trying to make it in the world. That's Derek. And she's Tori. So this is our first podcast ever. We decided uh, about a month or two ago that we wanted to try this out. So bear with us. Like I said, we're just getting started. So uh, let's start off with a little intro. So Derek and I met freshman year at college at the University of South Carolina. We met the first week of school, and we've been friends ever since, and also <laughs> more so, than friends. My fiance just friend zoned me, but yeah, so we've been dating since then, and then just under a year ago, we got engaged, so it's been about nine, 11 months of engagement now. And don't ask us when we're getting married, because we don't know, because of COVID. Yeah, it's been a pain, uh, but we can move on. Um, yeah, after we graduated, we decided to move down to Florida because I knew from a pretty young age I wanted to be a chiropractor. So Tori was awesome, super supportive. She was my sugar mama for three and a half years while I was down there getting my graduate degree. That's right. And Tori had kind of the opposite situation. Yeah, I've never really known what my purpose is, what I want to do. So I've actually just ended employment at my most recent job, and I'm looking for my next adventure. And speaking of adventures, we're actually about to relocate to Austin, Texas. So definitely let us know if you guys know anything that we need to know for people who are about to move there. Yeah, so even though we've both lived in, you know, four plus states, they've basically all been on the East Coast besides a couple of, couple of years for you as a little child in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we've always been East Coast people, but we're, uh, we're making a big move and we'll get to that a little bit more in depth when we get to our uh, main topic for the podcast. So a little bit more about us. We are both really, really big dog people. We have an amazing little mutt named Daisy. Uh, doesn't mean we don't like cats. We still like them, just love dogs. Yeah, you make it sound like we, we hate cats, but we have a cat, Hazel. Enough about us. Let's move on to why, why we're here. We're really doing this podcast because we, we really feel like millennials get a bad rap. Yeah, especially with most things you see on social media, you know, people just blame millennials for every single problem. Uh, we feel like most of that is Zoomers, Gen Z. We're going to throw a little shade. Um, but yeah, at this point, we saw some stats that I mean, millennials are now 45% of the workforce. So millennials are all adults. At this point, I mean, we range from just about 40 years old down to mid-20s, so none of us are the dumb college kids that we get blamed for doing things for. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't even really know what a millennial is, and it's not like we're going to go into defining that or anything, but we just kind of want to talk about like real-life stuff, the struggles of adulting and everything that you experience being a millennial, trying to make it in the professional world. Mm-hmm. So we kind of want to shed some light on some topics that we really were not taught about in school whether that was, you know, elementary, middle, high school, college, whatever. There's just so much that we were not prepared for, whether it was because of the teachers or even our parents just didn't have the time to teach us about that stuff. Plus, I mean, things have changed so much in the past 10, 20 years. I mean, life has completely changed. Yeah, but don't hold us accountable. It's not like we're going to be teaching you stuff necessarily. You know, it's just an open discussion. Just, you know, so we can get a conversation going and hopefully make a safe place for millennials to feel heard. So I think that can bring us to our first ever topic of the day. And that's looking at the difference or kind of the decision between staying where you are 
whether you're happy or unhappy, or trying to move and go somewhere else uh, following an opportunity. We both, at the age of 18, moved away to college. That was eight hours away for you, 12 hours away for me, and essentially we haven't lived at home since. I mean, small spurts on breaks, but that's really it. Yeah, maybe a summer break every once in a while before we started working summers away from home. So like I said, at this point, we're going on nine years of essentially living on our own. Yeah. Something we should be upfront about, though, is with our move to Austin, we are moving closer to some family. But it's not like we're we're moving there just for that. You know, there was a job opportunity that came up for Derek. You know, there's got to be something that, that drives you, something that motivates you to... <laughs> Sorry, that's Hazel, to make that change. Yeah, and like you said, we're moving, we're going to be closer to uh, some family, but it's, what, 45 minutes away. So we're not, you know, moving in with them or moving in next door, um, just generally in, you know, the same metropolitan area. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you said, big part of it was this job opportunity. And with that, you know, we are moving to Texas, which seems like everyone's moving to Texas right now. I mean, people are especially from California. Elon. Uh, yeah, Elon Musk bringing <laughs> Tesla over there. Uh, but it's a great state for, for business. I mean, they have zero state in, uh, income tax. That's a huge draw. Uh, we made the mistake after living in Florida of forgetting about state income tax or at least thinking it wouldn't be that bad. Uh, and then coming to North Carolina where we are now, we realize state income tax is taking thousands and thousands of dollars from us every year that we could be putting towards our future. Don't get us wrong. We love it here, but it's expensive. And that's a huge part of things, especially as millennials, you know. Oh, gosh, thinking about the future, that that's going to go a long way, having that. I'm sure at some point we'll probably get into the topic of debt because that's something that I don't think we were educated on. I don't think, you know, the generation before us was educated well on it. That's why credit card companies are doing so well because – a lot of people just don't realize how much trouble you can get into with debt. And there's so many different forms of it and come in different ways. And you can also basically get tricked into taking on debt. Um, and so with that in mind, I do have, you know, a good amount of student loan debt going to grad school. And we're hoping to knock that down when we're, you know, living closer to family with this, with this, you know, higher income. Definitely. Well, that's enough about that. I think we should move on to some of our other fun topics for this episode. All right, so we've decided we have a few different um, sections we'll be doing every single week, I guess five in total. We just went through the first, which is the topic of the day. And as we mentioned, we are both very big dog people. Uh, you know, dogs bring a lot of joy to our lives. And there's also, believe it or not, studies that show that owning a dog increases your levels of happiness in general. It also improves cardiovascular output. Um, there's a whole lot of benefits of living with a dog. Not to mention that amazing feeling when you walk in the door and there's a little butt wagon there all excited <laughs> to see you. Oh, yeah. And dogs, you know, millennials are dog people. So it just makes sense that we would have a segment called Dog of the Week. So, Derek, I, how about you take it away and tell us a little bit about this week's Dog of the Week. All right. So the Dog of the Week is a classic for millennials. Most of us grew up watching him, and that is Scooby-Doo. Yay! I mean, a big part of my childhood, I can remember so many different episodes watching him, you know, those those pesky kids getting in the way of all of those criminals, but also looking back, kind of a dark show. Yeah, a little bit for sure. But how about this? Did you ever watch the movies with the real life people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was awesome. I thought Scooby was kind of creepy in that one. Yeah, he was. Don't get me wrong. But it was just like, wow, to like see a real life movie of like this cartoon I've been watching. It was just like, oh my gosh. I feel like that was in that weird spot where CGI was getting super popular and they could finally do so much more with it. And it started to look somewhat lifelike and realistic, but it was still obvious. Like there's so much now with like the deep fakes where you have, you know, you really can't tell if it's a real or a fake video of people because there's so much out there, you know, so much content you can use. People have gotten so good at, you know, editing it. Um, so it's kind of fun to go back to a time when it was either a cartoon, which is obviously fake, or even, you know, that Scooby-Doo movie where you can tell it's not real, but you're still kind of along for the ride, enjoying what's going on. Yeah, and I think maybe you got creepy vibes from Scooby in that movie because I feel like they were like all getting possessed throughout that. Yeah. Am I remembering that right? Yeah. So much different vibe than like the cartoons for sure. Really formulaic. But again, that's what we love a lot of times about, you know, TV shows is just it's comfortable. You kind of know what's coming. Like we both loved the show house and it was because it was so formulaic. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, of course, it would get boring sometimes. But yeah, Scooby-Doo, definitely a great dog of the week. I mean, classic. Always munching on something, you know, saving the day in his own goofy way. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone in their life at some point has tried to impersonate Scooby-Doo's voice. Yeah. I'm not going to. We're basically Scooby and Shaggy. So, am I Shaggy? (laughs) No, that's me. Oh, am I Scooby? I think you're Scooby. Okay. I'm not mad. (laughs) You're you're furrier for sure. Okay. You're right. So, I guess for those of you who don't know us, Tori is a full-on curly girl. Yep. Wish I wasn't, but what can you do? Just embracing that. And Derek's got nice straight hair. Must be nice. All right. So that was a random little sidetrack. But anyway, we're going to move on to our next topic, which is turn up or throw up. Kind of our little spin on, you know, love it or shove it, underrated, overrated, stuff like that. And so this week I'll be asking Tori about 10 different topics. We'll get kind of her snap reaction and then maybe a, a quick little explanation of kind of why you chose turn up or throw up. Yeah, I'll see if I can justify my reasoning. All right. (laughs) So, number one, Reddit. Turn up. Yes, I love Reddit. Wow. We got to find like a buzzer for turn up and throw up. We need some like sort of sound effect coming soon, hopefully. Yes. The only problem, though, is that like I could literally spend hours there. So. What do you mean could? Have spent (laughs) hours there. So, yeah, still a turn up for sure. All right, um, late 90s, early 2000s Disney Channel. Turn up, yes. I was such a big Disney Channel star. You like top three. I mean, fan. <laughs> she, were, she was not a Disney Channel star. Don't go look up Tori. She's not going to be in there anywhere. No, nobody would want me But like, you like a top three, maybe top five, some of your favorites from that era. Say the time frame again. You said late 90s. Like late 90s, early 2000s, you know, our childhood. Does it have to be shows or movies? <laughs> Just anything, any, any three, no order. Okay, a little bit on the spot here. Let me see if I can come up with three. Um, of course, Boy Meets World was not Disney. Was it Disney? I'm not sure. Oh, man. Wait. Dr. Google will find out. Let's see. On the other hand, man, High School Musical was way later. So that was on ABC for everyone who didn't know that, which now I guess ABC and Disney are the same. So I wonder if Disney Plus has that. Yeah, I'm trying to think still. You're you're making me go back about 20 years. 
Oh, man. Okay, something that's coming to me now. Even Stevens? It was kind of cringy, but, like, I would still watch it for, like, his sister. Oh, man, yeah, that was really early for Shia. That's, like, beginnings. Can you believe that he's still, like, relevant but, like, also crazy? I guess it's, like, exactly where he should be after being a Disney star. Yeah, child stars do not do well. Okay, we're getting really sidetracked. Sorry, we'll yeah, go back. Yeah, back to that. <laughs> also, Lizzie McGuire and, of course, Lizzie McGuire. I mean, I lived for that. I'm trying to think of, like, one of the movies I was obsessed with. Anything with those um, Panna Baker sisters? Those were awesome movies. All right, so we have a big turnout for early Disney Channel. Next up is Heelys, the shoes with wheels. Throw up. I I think they're they're cringy. I never got to have them. I and that's where you went wrong. <laughs> what, is that a turnout for you? I literally got a pair when I was, like, 12 or 13 or something, and the first like three days I probably fell like 50 times but then after that they were lit hell yeah all right next up hit clips oh my god is that that little thing that you would carry around and put those little things wow let's see mixed feelings I'm kind of in the middle here but I guess I'm gonna have to go with turn up because like they were awesome like each one you had was such a bop and like you were so excited to put it in and hear it in your little boom box that you could carry around with you. But the bad thing is like if you lose your favorite or, you know, if you don't so have short. it on you. It yeah. was like, well, the chorus. Did those come as like a McDonald's kids meals thing? Maybe. It's going way like, back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, uh, childhood book fairs. Um. Throw up. Like. Yeah, there would always be some cool book, but, like, would I ever... I don't know. I just feel like I wasn't into that. What about you? They were okay. Yeah, good, not great. Bop it. <laughs> Throw up. I'm I'm not coordinated enough. It actually gives me anxiety to, like, hear that music. Uh, bop it. Slap it. Bop. <laughs> <some PTSD>. <laughs> Literally. I was into the bop it extreme, so I guess opposite spectrum for me. Opposite to track. All right, Capri Sun. Um, they were pretty chill when I was a kid, but now I'd probably say throw up. Like that's that's a lot of sugar. It tastes so fake these days too. Yeah. You go back. When do you even get them? If you get like a lunchable, lunchables don't even have drinks. Like what yeah. the hell? Fruit stripe gum. Turn up. With the little tattoos that you can get yourself on the wrapper. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's not good. Even with the five second flavor. Yeah, worth it. Five seconds of bliss. <laughs> Political memes. Turn up. Turn up. Big on political memes. Have you guys seen Bernie floating around everywhere? Bernie <laughs> is it. everywhere. I haven't seen a meme blow up like the Bernie in his lawn chair meme in years. Like maybe since Harambe or something. Wow. Yeah. I think you're onto something with that. Like, I don't know about you, but my Instagram feed this week has just been Bernie every other post. Not just Instagram. Everywhere you go. Yeah, it's everywhere. All right, the final turn up or throw up for our inaugural podcast is drone delivery services. Turn up. You're all about it, huh? In a world of COVID, if there's something that can deliver stuff that I don't have to tip, like don't have to worry about getting disease, like that's what's up. I have very mixed feelings about drones. We can maybe get into that at a later <laughs> date, but yeah, very, very mixed feelings about drones. Agreed, but if they're just delivering things... That should be okay. That's okay with me. Mm -hmm. All right. So we'll move on to our next category, which is the deal of the week. 
the, the deal of the week. So, sorry, I have to compose myself after that. <laughs> uh, again, being, you know, millennials who are young adults trying to save up, money is, you know, tight at times. So we're always looking for a good deal. Um, personally, for me, one of my big New Year's resolutions last year was to try a group fitness class because I noticed like I loved being in sports when I was younger. I loved that camaraderie and especially with COVID, like the intensity of my workouts had gone way down, like working out in the living room. It's just not the same. It's not. Yeah. So uh, we have a local gym that popped up like right across the street from us called F45. They're a franchise, so they're all over. Um, and it's group fitness classes, all functional stuff. And being a chiropractor, like I realized a lot of really good movements that are actually going to transfer into everyday life and give you like functional strength. So they have, at least by us, they're doing $7 for your first week. So you can get essentially like, it's almost seven personal training, you know, group fitness sessions for $7. If you go every day of the week, uh, they split it up cardio and strength days. So you can choose. But it's just been awesome because there's days where I'm feeling dead and they'll help you, you know, find a way to kind of change up the workout, make it a little bit easier. And they also kind of check on you and they realize, hey, maybe you're doing this and it's too easy for you. And they'll show you ways to make it a little bit harder and really challenge you. So I feel like every day it's a different workout. Every day you can find ways to challenge yourself or just take it easy if you just want to check that box that you got to work out. So if there is an F45, as an F as in Frank, the number 45 somewhere near you check out their local deals because they are pretty awesome for what you get and let's be honest you're gonna do so much better at your workout if you know that there's people watching and a trainer there to push you you know it's not crossfit where you're gonna yeah they don't want to hurt you they're not gonna push you too hard um in my experience i've been with you know four or five maybe even six of their trainers in total and they've all had really really good vibes um it's been great for you know there's somebody in their 70s who comes and they even have some kids classes. They really do a good job of tailoring it to different levels. Yes. And Hazel, if you could keep it down back there, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up with our on the bright side, which is just something we thought would be a great end of the podcast just to focus on something positive going on in a time that's so uncertain and that seems to have a cloud over it. So one of the most positive things I've seen is that, you know, people are really taking advantage of nature mm -hmm. during this time with COVID. So people are really going and getting active, getting outside, which is great. You know, vitamin D and sunshine's actually going to help with fighting off COVID. Yep. So vitamin D is integral in both your immune system as well as soft tissue repair. So if you're exercising, it's great. Vitamin D, you need that for your bones. And it also has been shown in many studies to affect your mood. Uh, that's why a lot of people, as they go into nursing homes later in life, maybe even if they're looking at their own home, they don't go outside enough and their mood starts to go down and get depressed. So vitamin D is so important. Definitely. So it's really a win-win that people are getting outside and stuff. And something that I saw on the interweb, which we can post in the show notes, is that there is actually a bike trail that is under construction and it goes from Washington, D.C. to Washington State. Like, how cool is that, that they're making a trail for people to go all the way across the country on bike? Yes, you can literally go all the way across the country. Uh, pretty awesome. I would probably never do that. Uh, I have a job where, you know, my patients do depend on me. So unless I was in between jobs or something, I probably wouldn't be able to. But just an awesome thing you could probably hop on in between, you know, do a little section of it similar to the Appalachian Trail. Um, but just awesome that, you know, people are turning to some 
outdoor activities during this, you know, COVID shutdown. Um, it's actually a problem for us for a while. I was looking to buy a bike last summer. Um, and it's tough because I'm 6'3", so not many bikes fit me. There aren't many people selling bikes in my size. Uh, it took me months and months because, I mean, bike shops were just out of anything that was below $1,000. And based on the last topic, deal of the week, we don't like spending that much money if we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun once I got a bike, and I've really, really enjoyed it kind of getting into that. Thank you again, Hazel. So <laughs> this is apparently a three-host show. It's the two of us plus our cat. Daisy, may, our dog, may join in too. Um, but that is going to end things for us. So thank you for listening to our inaugural podcast. Once again, she's Tori. He's Derek. And this is the Professional Millennial. See you next time.